What's up, everybody? Thanks for pressing play today. In today's episode of Nerd Nostalgia, you're going to catch me, Irvin, doing a solo episode. In this episode, I'm going to chat about a few different things. Not really. It's just nerd news of the week. Ah! So you get another nerd news, y'all. I'm going to catch all up on everything. If you're on my social, then you can go actually go see some of the visual and read a couple more in-depth versions of what I'll be saying here. This is just a summary of all that. Anyways, please guys head over to Apple Podcasts, drop that five star, that helps broaden our viewership, so please, please, please do that. Uh, You can also communicate with us on Instagram at nerd.nostalgia.podcast. All right, without further ado, y'all know the drill. Before we get started, here's a quick clip for you to enjoy. The Rorschach voice and the Batman Dark Knight voice are pretty much identical. So when you do watch this movie, pay attention to that. It's that darkness voice. Swear to me. You know, I noticed it and I was like, huh. I was like, that is oddly familiar. And I was like, oh, duh. That's that's where that's from. It's from fucking Batman. And I was like, oh, duh. It's a Zack Snyder movie. Illuminati confirmed. Illuminati Irvin is Batman. confirmed. Welcome back, all you nerdy, nostalgic folk. Thank you for joining me in this episode of Nerd Nostalgia, where we're going to do a little uh, little less nostalgic stuff and talk about the modern. We're going to go ahead and talk about some geek news, some nerd news. We're going to talk about what's going on in the zeitgeist of our domain, of our dominion. I don't know. Fuck it. Whatever. One of those motherfuckers. So yeah, guys, thanks for joining me. I have about 15 items that I want to get through, and I want I do apologize off the top. I think the bottom ones, I can't remember, but I want to say that they are previously done, but I want to talk about them again because there are some kind of updates to them. Number one being the Batman production was halted. So we found out that somebody had COVID-19, and it was none other than Pattinson himself. Robert Pattinson got it. They stopped it. Vanity Fair confirmed it. Um, so yeah. We wished Pattinson well, and sure enough, I think our well wishes did work, and so they're back on it, back on the grind again. They've resumed production again. So, that's good news. Lock and Key Season 2 filming to begin soon. So, Season 2's Netflix Lock and Key series has begun given production has been given a start production date. Different sources told us that Lock and Key will begin production in late September in Canada. Well, Guess what? We're in late September, and so they be uh, they be doing that. So, just wanted to give those two quick updates. I want to say that those were something we had already discussed previously, but that's okay. A little recollection never hurt nobody. Okay, let's move forward, guys. I have what's a rumor. Normally, I give you guys news, but rumors, news, kind of the same. The shit ends up kind of panning out most of the time as it is. An unconfirmed, an unconfirmed report. And rumor of sorts is starting that Netflix is looking to cast Jason Momoa in the Witcher prequel. Fuck yeah. The prequel will be overseen by the Witcher writer-producers Lauren Hisrick and Declan DeBarra. What a, what a, what a name, Declan DeBarra. Declan, not a very common uh, Latin name. DeBarra, kind of pretty fucking common for Latins. Not very, but still, it's a Latin name. But Declan DeBarra, definitely not. Yeah, who am I kidding? My first and last names. My first name's Irvin, not a Latin name at all. Fun little story about my last name. I asked my mom, you know, thinking that it was going to be like an uncle or, you know, like something fucking cool, like, you know, a family relative that, you know, saved a fucking baby from a burning building while riding on the back of a fucking 
black bear or some shit like that, a dragon, who knows. But no, she said she got it from a soap opera. I don't know what it is. Asked her. She doesn't remember either. My mom's in her 60s. Fair enough. It's been a while. That shouldn't be something that sits in your memory. But yeah, it comes from a, a Latin novella, which is essentially just a soap opera. So yeah, that's where my name originates. But evidently, she wanted me to have all the characteristic traits of this lead guy. Anyways, I digress. Declan Barra. There is a casting call that mentions Momoa directly. Like, if you were to Google this, it shows that. But you can doctor and tailor this shit. That's why I take this with a grain of salt. No deal's been finalized yet. Uh, Blood Origin is slated to film in the UK after The Witcher Season 2 finishes production in February of 2021. The prequel would likely release early 2022 if everything goes according to plan. But, as we just discussed, COVID can definitely throw a wrench in your plans. Now, here's something I'm super excited for because for two reasons. Number one, shout out to Jimmy Jam's garage sale for his mystery boxes. I just did three of them, unboxed them. Go smash that like on that video on Instagram. But yeah, Jimmy's mystery boxes, I actually ended up pulling a silk number one, the second print, which is a low print run. Very excited for that. I also picked up the Amazing Spider-Man number one where Cindy Moon actually first cameo appears. And I think that book is going to get hot. So I want to say that you can still get it for a really cheap price. And I, I mean, that's just a good investment all around. But very big news, a live action Silk TV show is going to happen. Sony is developing a live action Silk Marvel TV series. According to Variety, Sony Pictures TV is working on developing a live action television show centered around a new female webhead, Silk, a.k.a. Cindy Moon. She's a Korean-American Marvel character created by Dan Slott and Umberto Ramos. It was reported that the live-action series is currently in the early stages of development, with Lauren Moon in talks to write the show. No updates to which platform it'll go to, but a rumor is suggesting a deal being brokered with Amazon for Sony-exclusive content. Now, while all of this is super interesting, the Silk TV show, because I think getting you know more diversity out there, Latin people with Miles Morales, Korean people or Asians, you know, we want the kids of the United States of America now to look up to people that look like them. You know, that's always a good thing to be inclusive in in this type of environment, the Hollywood environment, right? Because people can go to a movie theater one day and, you know, look at their screens now and maybe want to grow up to be that as well. But the most interesting part of this little announcement is the fact that there's that rumor that Amazon is going to broker a deal with Sony to do all of their exclusive content. Now, there are a bunch of cool shows on Amazon. Not anything as in-depth as Netflix, right? Netflix is the fucking king. And they'll be there. But with these streaming wars, you have contenders like HBO Max, Disney+. Plus. You know, these guys are going to become big-time contenders, I think, that are going to give Netflix a run for their money. So I'm curious to see how Netflix reacts to all this. But anyways, I digress. This is, would be an amazing move for Amazon and Sony outright. I think specifically Sony more just because Amazon has the ducats to back it up. And if they partner this, if they make a deal, if they partner up together, right, they can really make some awesome stuff. The Boys is on Amazon. That's probably one of their biggest hits. Jack Ryan's on there. Carnival Row. Like there's a bunch of stuff. Hannah, like they have some good stuff and they're going in the right direction. I think they're still in their early phases, but if they can get this contract or this deal broker it whatever holy fuck this would be amazing for both parties it'd be a win-win in my in my viewpoints you would have people that are attracted to it 
increase in sales, blah, 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 blah. Everybody fucking wins. Happy customer, happy companies, boom. Win, 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 win. So I think it would be a great deal. So I had actually called that HBO was going to pretty much get all of DC's content and start making shows. And I want to say I said that, I don't know, like eight months ago, nine months ago, maybe. And I think I've been preaching that before the even the podcast went live and official. So close to a year, I would say. And yeah, sure enough, that's pretty much what happened. DC Universe went bye-bye. They couldn't compete against these other platforms. So they combined with somebody that could. And HBO Max was like, yo, come this way. And we know of all the fucking shows that are going to go there from the DC Universe. So very excited for this. I think this would be cool. Excited for the live-action Silk TV show. I think uh, I think that'll be super cool. Go get those Silk number ones, Silk number twos, first appearance of Cindy Moons, all that, because I'm sure it's going to blow up once it does. It could be the next Miles Morales. I think it could be very big. Anyways, moving forward, switching gears a little bit here, moving away from the Marvel, because that's pretty much, I feel like, what we always talk about. But The Godfather Part 3 is going to re-release we're getting a fucking Snyder cut for The Godfather. This is pretty crazy. So a potential better finale to the trilogy is going to be released. According to a few sources and Paramount directly, a new quote-unquote good cut version of The Godfather Part 3 will hit theaters in December. So it's going to the theaters, which is pretty crazy. Crazy move. Paramount Paramount announced last week, this was obviously a while ago, that a new edit and restoration of filmmaker Ford Coppola's final Godfather film, rechristened Mario Puzzo's The Godfather Coda, The Death of Michael Corleone, will hit theaters this December. There will also be a home video release to follow after the theatrical release. This cut is the original vision of Ford Coppola's, Ford Coppola's and Mario Puzzo's third installment of the trilogy so that shitty one we got evidently isn't what they wanted so i'm curious to see how much different this movie is going to be not going to lie i'm gonna have to go and do a marathon and rewatch all the movies I, I remember one and two being good and then i remember three being like meh like why did you do this you didn't need to do this so i hope that it does make up for it but this just opens up a whole can of worms is this what the industry is going to shift to are they going to start remaking shitty movies are they you know i've heard of the suicide cut whatever that fucking director's name was that there's a suicide squad movie cut of that i doubt that one gets made just because the suicide squad two one zero is technically being re- remade you know uh minus will smith but not he's not not in it so i'm curious how they're going to do the, all of that moving forward talking about sequels and that kind of stuff right we just kind of mentioned that with the suicide squad Borat sequel coming soon. This one just completely went under my radar. Borat 2 done filming. November of this year, a likely release date. What? Huh? Several reports have recently stated that Cohen has been working on a Borat sequel on the down low, on the DL peeps. The secret project has already finished filming and has even been test screened for some people in the industry. When you test screen, that shit is pretty much done, kid. And I'm curious because Bor- I, I feel like Borat and back in the day probably wouldn't mix with today's culture. So I'm super interested for this movie. But Borat 2 will reportedly follow the infamous reporter who, now in the limelight, must pretend to be someone else to hide from the public on his new quest. The quest is surrounded around a political theme and could potentially impact an unnamed politician's career. That last part's super interesting. That's why I think it's going to happen in November. They're going to drop that. 
but who knows? I haven't seen anything else about this, so I'm curious to see if if that's going to happen. A release around November, election time is a real possibility considering the film's political narrative. So we shall see. It's a nice, very nice. You wanted this to make the sex? Yes. How much? I fucking loved Borat. Uh, it was perfectly... I had a Borat shirt that I fucking wore everywhere. It was like gray. I went to fucking Vegas in that thing. Like, I loved Borat. I thought that was some of the funniest shit I had ever seen. Now, whenever Bruno came out, that shit was way different. That one did not hit anywhere near as hard as Borat did. Borat was just fucking hilarious. While Bruno, I was like, mm, I don't know how I feel about this. But I digress. Moving forward. Kind of big news. Let's switch over to uh, to DC here. Um, a little sad news about this, to be honest with you. Wonder Woman 1984 delayed yet again. I want to say that this movie now has the record for the most delays or different dates uh, beating out the new mutants that recently came out, which didn't do too well. I haven't watched it. I heard that comic book readers would enjoy it, but regular folks might not so much. So take that with a grain of salt. We'll see how it goes. But yeah, I'll let you know. I'll probably review it whenever I watch it sometime. So several sources and articles are reporting that Wonder Woman 1984 has been pushed back yet again. Speculation is stating that they are trying to position the movie into a good place, into a good position, by moving it to December 25th as there will be no competition at that time. Movie theaters are just now reopening, but customers appear to be skittish as evidenced by the release of Tenant, which has only now just surpassed $200 million worldwide. Tenet was supposed to revive the movie theater going experience, fucking network industry, whatever. But yeah, I I, w- I honestly wouldn't hold my breath on this being the final date. Depending on how movies and theaters are performing, will ultimately decide when Wonder Woman 1984 is going to be released. Hopefully, it does come out 12 25 2020 as it's currently planned. Again, I wouldn't hold my breath. I'm excited for this movie, guys. Not only do I fucking love the 80s, the the colors, the theme, like. I feel like this movie is going to be solid. Um, Not really going to move the entire mythos of the Justice League, Flash, all of that. But I think it's going to be a solid, like, kind of standalone-ish film set within her own world, within that Wonder Woman world, universe, whatever you want to fucking call it. But anyways, moving on to another strong female character in the nerd universe. Let's talk about She-Hulk. Say what? There's actually two, so we'll we'll pivot directly into the other one because the news came almost a week apart or maybe even less. But yeah, the Disney Plus series landed their director. Heck yeah, super awesome. Reports were stating that Kat Koiro, I hope I'm not butchering your name, Kat, because I know you're listening. She's set to be the director of the Disney Plus series, The She-Hulk. She will be one of the executive producers of the show as well. The She-Hulk production is now preparing for a six-month shoot while targeting a February 2021 start date in Atlanta, Georgia. Hot Atlanta! I think that's a very common place for people to do their sets, shots, movies, films, all of that jazz. Anyways, at the time, they hadn't landed on a female actress. And so many people have speculated about who it should be. From Alison Brie to... Zoe Saldana to Gina Carano, like so many people have fucking speculated for this role. However, they actually did end up landing somebody, again, really quickly, like within a week for sure. I want to say it was probably like a two or three day difference of them landing their director and then boom, settling on a lead actress. And said lead actress is going to be none other than Tatiana Maslany. 
She's going to play the She-Hulk, y'all. So several reports came in stating that the young Tatiana Maslany, best known for her role in The Orphan Black, to be cast as the favorite green attorney at law, Jennifer Susan Walters, a.k.a. She-Hulk, in the upcoming Disney Plus show, She-Hulk. How freaking awesome is that? Now, if you look at her, she's super skinny. They're probably going to have to beef her up. I actually had a very long discussion with a group of guys known as the movie buffs that I have a group chat with. These guys are, and it's movie buffs because we're all obviously moviegoers, but everybody comes from a different background. One guy and myself are actually very big into the wellness fitness world. He's actually done physique competitions and trains physique athletes. While your boy does a little bit more of the corporate wellness, health, and wellness industry. But yeah, one of the other guys is actually a writer. I'll probably get him on the show. So shout out to the movie buffs. And then one young cat is over in NYC studying film at, well, I forget which school it's at. So you'll have to apologize. But yeah, so had a discussion with these guys. The uh, the big physique guy uh, that is a personal trainer as well that trains these athletes, like I said, he has he's not a fan of Wonder Woman's Gal Gadot. Uh Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman. Sorry, I said that backwards, y'all. He he wanted somebody a little bit thicker. He thinks that she's too skinny, which I think uh I think he might be a little right. I just think that she's so fucking beautiful and just a perfect human being that I'm like, eh, she gets away with it. Cause she definitely tones up and works out a little bit, but she can't go too far off the rail because at the end of the day she is a, a model and that's what her physique is built for, right? But then you have to remember that. Wonder Woman wasn't always a super jacked woman. They did used to originally make her look very feminine and stuff. So it wasn't until the beautiful Linda Carter took up the role and you were just like, wow, that is definitely Wonder Woman. So yeah, he he gets a little disgruntled about it, but it could definitely be that situation. Now, a couple things that we have different than DC and this character of She-Hulk going for us. It doesn't necessarily have to be a big buff woman. I know everybody wanted like Gina Carana uh, to do it. And so you have a few things at your disposal. Obviously, the biggest thing is going to be CGI, which Disney definitely invests in all the time. But then you can also do a bodysuit and a body double for certain scenes, which I 100% guarantee that that's going to be the case. So yeah, so I'm, I'm excited for this. I think it's easier to cast a good actress and then fill in the role of the muscles and the and all that kind of jazz a little bit later on. And I'm sure they're going to put some meat on her. I've never seen a Marvel character that didn't come out fucking jacked and ripped and all that kind of stuff. Because they set them up with people from our industry, you know, they set them up with personal trainers, they set them up with dietitians, they set them up with everything and anything to get them to look the part. So I think this was a smart play. I, I knew they were going to go with a solid actress that fill in all the other stuff later. So yeah, very excited for that. Moving forward, switching gears, going away from movies, we're going to go and talk about the PS5. I am a Sony PlayStation guy, 100% through and through. Fuck you, Xbox guys. Just kidding. Y'all are cool too, just not as cool as Sony PlayStation guys. I'm just kidding, guys. I'm just kidding. But yeah, it. Uh, they announced that the PS5 is going to run you $499 or $399 for the digital edition. So pre-orders were supposed to start September 17th. Walmart, GameStop, Target, all of them fucking sold out. So if you got one, good on you. I want to say they're going to do another round, but I haven't seen any details on that. You can start ordering the controllers and all of that. But I'm excited for this. The console itself, the specs look fucking absolutely awesome. 
I think it's a super cool concept, though, that people with PlayStations and Xboxes can play certain games together because we're moving to, and even PC guys, too. I forgot about them because, you know, they're like the stepchild that no one really likes. <laughs> Just kidding, guys. The cross-platform stuff is so interesting because it almost doesn't matter what game console you actually have. You'll be able to play with your friends if they have a different console. Certain games, right? But then there's also exclusivity that, you know, Halo is not coming to the PlayStation, you know? Certain games are going to stick with their consoles. So that's, I think, what's going to be the main difference maker. But games like Call of Duty, where you can cross-platform play, like on Call of Duty Modern Warfare Warzone. Damn, that's a, that's a lot to say. I play with guys on Xbox, and I play with guys on PC. So I think it's it's really cool that we're moving that way. So I'm curious to see how that would affect everything. Moving forward, another rumor that I have seen and one that I am super excited about. Henry Cavill has signed a new three-movie deal. So a new rumor has surfaced that states that Henry Cavill signed this new deal and that he'll return as Superman in three movies. According to the, culture, the Cultured Nerd, they stated that sources close both to TCN and DCU News have stated that Henry Cavill's new contract includes three movies and choices for cameos in other future DCEU films. I fucking absolutely hope this is true because that means that they're moving, that they're thinking big picture now. My qualms, I'm a DC guy, right? Like, I've been a DC fanboy. It's mainly because of The Flash. I think The Flash is one of the greatest characters. But Batman, obviously, another awesome character. Superman, meh, whatever. It's like pizza, you know, even bad pizza. I still fucking like it because it's pizza. Like, I liked the Green Lantern movie because at the end of the day, it's still a superhero movie, even though it fucking sucked balls. X-Men Origins Wolverine, it has its moments. Same concept, right? Whatever, moving back. This is kind of a big deal because if that's the case, they're thinking about the big picture and Henry Cavill honestly is fucking Superman. Like, look at that motherfucker. He's jacked. He's a nerd. Like, he's he's about this and he wants to give us another version, another go at the fucking character. So I, I 100% hope this rumor is true. I haven't seen any follow-up to this. So we'll see. We'll see. I hope this this really does uh, does happen. Continuing on with more rumors and Superman rumors at that. Superman Nicolas Cage rumored for the Flash film. The rumor stems from Reddit user Daniel RPK, shout out, who also claims the Flash movie was at multiple worlds and that WB is interested in including a lot of crazy cameos, quote unquote. Much like the Arrowverse Crisis on Infinite Earths did with the cameo of our boy that's going to be in the Flash movie, Ezra Miller and Grant Gusson, I want to say, that's it. Starring or doing their little cameo at the end there. They got a couple other people. They got the voice of Batman to be Batman, which is technically the worst Batman ever, in my opinion. Or live action, at least, because he is the fucking truth as far as Batmans are concerned. But regardless, they got a bunch of cameos in there. They got our Smallville, our boy Tom Welling there. They got their current Supergirl version of Superman on there. So they had a bunch of cameos. So that was pretty cool. So I would love to see... The Flash film do something crazy like this. Now, we already know that Keaton's going to be in it. Ben Affleck's going to be in it. I'm curious to see who else they could do. Fucking bring in Clooney. Fucking bring in all those Batmans, dude. I think that would be absolutely dope as fuck if they did do that. Ooh, ooh, fucking throw in a Nightwing cameo. I think people would lose their shit. I think DC needs those moments to fucking tie in some of the stuff. You know, everybody lost their shit when Cap fucking picked up Mjolnir. Like, I think this would be one of those moments if you brought in, like, old school stuff like that. Oh, people would absolutely eat it up like you'd have the fucking crowd cheering but back to this rumor 
Nicolas Cage is actually a huge, 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 huge nerd. Superman fan. He's always wanted to be a Superman. There's actually a version of him almost playing Superman that thankfully did not happen. But yeah, he, he will possibly do this and possibly be in it. And I think this would be awesome for him. A kind of like you you can have your cake and eat it too without really having it, you know? So it's a healthy cake. I actually talked about this with my Super Bros, another chat group that I'm in with some friends, but I talked about the concept of the Flash movie setting up the multiverse. That's obviously what they're doing, but I think it can tie into this original Henry Cavill rumor, this three-deal movie deal. Okay, so y'all know I'm a DC fanboy. I've already mentioned that. Henry Cavill signed this three-deal movie with cameos, blah, blah, blah. So I have this idea that would basically change the DC world, and if done right, could be a story better than what Marvel has done so far. So I've read the rumors that WBDC is wanting to do a black Superman. We've mentioned that before in the past. I think this could be the catalyst for my idea. Now hear me out. So you create a story based on the Justice League crisis on two Earths. You start with the Superman 2 follow-up, but towards the end of that movie, you could do whatever you want for, for that script. But at the end of that movie, you leave open the the concept of the multiverse and bad versions of characters. The Flash movie is already going to do this by introducing the multiverse concept. You can do a Superman 3 and title it Supermen and showcase the different versions of Superman, specifically Calvin Ellis, Black Superman, and have Clark Kent and Calvin interact together. Then you leave off with a cliffhanger, something big. You can introduce another Superman. So you would think that the movie is about Superman Clark Kent and Superman Calvin Ellis from Earth 616, I want to say. I don't know. I forget which Earth he's from. But introducing Ultraman or one of the other versions, one of the other evil versions of Superman. And this could lead you to a Justice League War plot where you do a two-part movie of them fighting their evil counterparts and literally just follow the Crisis on Two Earths plot. I think it would be vastly different and refreshing enough for fans that they would get behind this concept. So, originally when I watched Gotham, the uh, the TV show, I thought it, it was a slightly off. I didn't think it was quite Batman, right? So I thought, is are they going to do a fucking Owlman intro? Because it's, it's Bruce Wayne that becomes Owlman or that version of it, right? I was so excited for them to have tried that. I thought it would have been so fucking cool, but they didn't. They stuck with this other stuff and that's okay. That's cool too. You know, like it was a solid show, like kind of got a little wonky there a little bit, but it, it definitely stuck the landing solid show, but not going to lie to you guys. I think my idea, it has some fucking merit. I think people could get behind it. You could even do any type of follow-up for the fucking stuff. Like you could do the death metal stuff. You could do there's, it just opens up everything to you, but we'll see. I want to say they're going to do the, the new 52 versions of stuff on, on these movies coming up which basically resets everything, which is cool. You know, it is what it is, but I still like my idea. I think we, or they can do it. I don't know, whatever. Continuing on talking about supers and DC, uh, the WB has confirmed that season six of Supergirl will be the last season six actually starts production this month. So season six, no more Supergirl. To be honest with you, I stopped watching it after season three it just got a little bit difficult, and I'm just like, it, I don't know, it's it's too much. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. A lot of those Arrowverse shows, I don't know, they just they don't do it for me. The Flash was the only one I stuck with, and even then, haven't watched the last season. Uh, I might even be two seasons behind, to be honest with you. Let's move forward. Let's switch back over to a not so good news. 
on Marvel. Black Widow to be pushed back. Ugh. This is bad news. Not just because, you know, we're missing out on Black Widow coming out sometime soon, but because it fucking affects all the other movies and when they release. But I get it. I get it. It's all a money thing. You Like, COVID fucking has switched up the game. People are skittish to go into the movie theaters. Although, people, I hear that anybody who's actually gone to the movie theaters is like, dude, there's like four people in there, eight people in there. Like, it's all spread out. So, you know, kind of think about that. Um, if you are considering it, it could be a good time to go watch a movie. But the, th- the thing is, what movie are you going to watch, right? There's nothing out there that's worth watching. But yeah, Disney is delaying Black Widow to 2021, in turn pushing back The Eternals and other Marvel movies. Black Widow will now open May 7th, 2021, but the new date pushes Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings back from its May 7th, 2021 release date to July 9th, 2021. The Eternals is moving from February 12th, 21 to November 5th, 2021. A bunch of other Disney films, West Side Story and The Kingsman, have also been moved around as part of the COVID delays. But yeah, the fact that they're pushing back The Black Widow just means that other stuff is going to get pushed back. Now, the only good news from this, not even so much this, just good news from Disney, is the fact that the TV shows don't seem to be too hindered thus far. So hopefully we can still keep those on track. I want to say WandaVision is right around the corner. So that's definitely, definitely good news for us. And honestly, for Disney Plus too, because you can only bank on so much of your OG content. Like, yeah, whenever I'm nostalgic and I want to go watch a movie, definitely turn to Disney Plus, right? That's the fucking bread and butter. And if you have kids, absolute lifesaver. But I want some new content. That's why I'm excited for The Mandalorian to come out at the end of October. So about, you know, a month away. But, you know, like get some more content. You need more content to keep the people entertained. And keep that shit on a weekly basis that keeps you in the zeitgeist. People talk about shows all the time. This is what Amazon did with the boys that caused a lot of controversy. But again, it makes sense. Drop it week to week. You're talking about the boys. Unlike Umbrella Academy, it was fucking one and done that weekend. Another great show, but just once it was done that weekend, like you kind of stopped talking about it. Anyways, I digress before I get on a fucking rant about that. Last little bit of nerd news going on, a one-shot Demon Slayer manga will be available online. So with the upcoming movie Demon Slayer fucking blah, 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 train um, to drop, I forgot the fucking name of it because it's so long. But yeah, that movie's coming out. Uh, they're going to do a one, one-shot one chapter manga with a story dedicated to a favorite character. Sources are promising that this will also be made available online for the fans. So super excited for that. But yeah, guys, that's pretty much it. That's the nerd news, the geek news. That's what's going on in the zeitgeist. I want to say thank you for joining me. Have a wonderful day, night, whatever it is. And remember, stay nerdy, my friends. Oh, and please head over to Apple Podcasts, drop that five star. Yes. Stay nerdy, friends. Okay, bye. (laughs)